What's up, y'all, and welcome to another Dope Life Podcast. I am your host, Coach AJ, and this is Season uh, 2, Episode 1. I am very honored and completely excited for Season 2. I want to just say a huge shout-out to all the listeners from last season of Season 1. Season 1 was a success, and it was a learning curve for me as well. Uh, Just trying to figure out you know, how it works, how podcasting works. Because obviously there's so many out there. So for, for if you were taking the time to listen to mine every week, I appreciate you. So just to kind of uh, make a couple of changes, instead of it being every week, it's going to every two weeks. The reason why I've switched it to every two weeks primarily is because you're going to notice that some of my episodes are going to be just a tad bit longer. In the past, it was about 10 minutes to yeah, 15. Um, we're trying to extend it just a bit longer to give you more information and provide you which is really good content. And with that being also said, I have a lot more guests that are being added to season two with really, really great topics um, and great discussions. And with that, you know, it extended a bit longer, which is totally fine, uh, but not as long as like an hour or nothing like that. It's under 30 minutes. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram for our pod, for my podcast um, at Dope Life Pod. And for my coaching business, of course, you know, I am a dope life coach and you can follow me on Instagram, uh, dope life coach underscore. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok at dope life coach. And of course, if you are thinking about, you know, adding a new really dope coach to your life, like myself, uh, you could check me out at www.dopelifecoach.com. Um, and we could set up a absolute free discovery call. It's a 20 minute discovery call where we could figure out, you know, what it is that you're trying to do and what kind of, how are you trying to add more dopeness and love and peace for yourself in your life. Uh, and within that call, we just kind of kind of dissect everything that you would like to upgrade and change and so on and so forth. So if you're thinking about working with a coach, by all means, look look no further. Founder, it's me. (laughs) Also, I wanted to uh, add in um, within the last, I would say, month or so, um, I added another addition to the Dope Life Life course. You know, we're we're out here trying to promote just living a very uh, dope life. And I've added uh, livingdope.ca, which is my merchandise store, which I have um, fashion apparel, home home decor, um, and even you know stationary items such as journals, because I'm very, very big on journaling. If you remember from season number one, I was, I was heavily, heavily devoted to that, still am to this day. And um, I decided to create journals that represent people that look like me. Uh, whether there's some journals also for even kids and because I think that hey why can't kids also write down and jot down their thoughts as well right um or color you know make paint however they feel to journal because kids are very creative um also we have earpod cases we have bookmarks I mean we have mugs take a look it's livingdope.ca and I'm not going to lie to you, I make everything affordable because <laughs> I understand if I'm purchasing it, I need it to be affordable. So I made it as, as affordable as I possibly could. So take a look, livingdope.ca. So with all that being said, let's get into it. I just wanted to kind of touch base on seasonal depression because, you know, the fall is kind of clicking in. We're in September and fall is about to click in pretty much now. If we don't feel it already, I, I think we kind of sort of felt it within the last week or two I'll say the last week of of August within these last few days before September kind of kicked in and 
I love the fall weather, to be honest with you. The only downside about the fall weather is we lose an hour. So uh, spring forward, fall back, right? I personally despise uh, daylight savings. It sucks. <laughs> um, not a fan of it. And, you know, it's also kind of weird because not everyone has it. it you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm Jamaican descent and... A lot of the times when we go a fall back, I always have to remember, oh, yeah, now we are, I think we are out, we're on the same hour, but when it's spring forward, we're hour ahead, or something like that, if I'm right. I can't totally remember, but I, I feel like that's insane. It doesn't make any sense. Why, do we really need daylight savings? It's like, because by the time five o'clock hits, it's pitch black outside. Like, it's just black it's I'm not a fan of it which can really you know play on your mental so um you know have you ever found yourself having like a tough time mentally during the fall and season season uh, months and if you have like if you find like you find yourself just feeling like low specifically around the time when day life savings kind of kicks in um can I just tell you, like, everyone goes through it, uh, <laughs> with my full-time job, I noticed, you know, I'm out on the streets, I, I'm, I'm out and about a lot, I noticed the change, such a change that, in people's behaviors, in people's mannerisms, and how people are, it, you could tell, they're very low, they're low energy, because the sun is not out as much, and, you know, majority of the time, they're stuck in a building, or they're just working, so they're not able to enjoy the weather to its full capacity, which is unfortunate, right? And I'm pretty sure, like, you you may think, oh, seasonal depression, it may not be as common. It is so common, it is beyond common. It's possible that you, if you find yourself this way, it's possible that you do suffer from seasonal depression. Now, I'm not a, <laughs> a doctor in any way, shape, or form. I had to go to um, a therapist to fully be diagnosed. We went through tests and uh, that's how I realized that I was. Um, and then we get to figure out tools that worked for me uh, to battle that every year. The first year, I'll be very honest and um, blunt. My first year was horrible when I um, finally decided to go and talk to uh, a therapist. My first year of realizing I had seasonal depression, I heard the word depression and I immediately crumbled because I thought it was such a horrible thing um but in fact when she kind of broke it down to me my therapist broke it down to me I was also relieved if that makes any sense just because now I understood that I'm not you know blowing it out of proportion um I'm doing everything I should be doing it was just I have seasonal depression the following year I would say year two um it wasn't as bad uh, because now I had the tools to kind of fight against it. And what I kind of do before the seasonal depression kicks in is I prepare myself the months before um, of the fall time. It's just something that I do because I know it can hit me like a ton of bricks around <laughs> like, I'd say October. October, it could just, it'll be like a week, like the week that we change our time. Oh, it's. AJ is out. Coach AJ is just like trying to almost rejig my brain. So I prepare myself from summer with routines and um, I may cut off alcohol. Um, I may be more social. During COVID, it was a little bit more difficult, but um, 
you know, thank God for, you know, virtual ways of speaking to people. I was heavy on that. And year three uh, was COVID. So I was more terrified that I was really going to hit rock bottom and suffer because I was unable to really be around people. And because I worked for the public full time, I just didn't want to expose anybody because I wasn't sure how, how I was going to navigate that. And I spoke to my therapist about it and I just said, look, like I'm terrified, you know, like I, I feel good. And I felt good through that, through that season somehow, but I said, I'm terrified. Like, what do I do? And she just said, you know what? A lot of the times we feel that when something is good, when is the last shoe going to drop? And, you know, you're in a way better position now at that point. Uh, prior before when I had my first year seasonal depression, I was living at home. I was living in a basement and my job, I was working underground. So a lot of the times I would start work at five o'clock in the morning, pitch black. And then I would work till about 10 uh, or nine or so. And then uh, I had a split in between. So in between that split, even though the sun was out, I still wasn't enjoying it because I was tired. So I was taking naps, eating my lunch, and then I would head back to work for about, let's say, 2 to 5.30. Well, here's the problem. By the time I came back up from being underground in that second uh, piece of my day, it was black. And then I'm going home and going down in a basement, which is also pitch black. There wasn't a lot of... Uh, sunlight. So when I moved into my current place, uh, I spoke to my realtor um, and I said, I need windows. I can't be in a basement. And luckily enough, I was blessed with a place that um, I have so many windows (laughs) that it helps me throughout my seasonal depression. And that's when my therapist pointed that out. We had a virtual appointment and she said, look, I could tell you have a lot of sunlight. You have a lot of sunlight, which is something you craved before you're no longer working underground you know like look at the things of how far you've come so that's probably why you feel great but you're wondering when is the last shoe gonna drop and luckily the last shoe did not drop that was a really good year the following year after that was a bit difficult um i went through uh, a breakup and i got covid (laughs) so it was a double whammy on that season of depression but i had the tools to help me get through it and i had a very supportive supportive family and and friends that helped me get through that year um and that was last year so this year um i feel as if that this season of depression that i'm gonna have if i do if it does kick in that i have enough steps to make it better so i i want to say this if you do and the reason why i mentioned all of that is if you do have seasonal depression understand that it could come in waves you could have as i said my first year was really bad my second year wasn't too bad my third year was didn't even have any symptoms my fourth year i went through uh a changing in my personal life where you know i ended a six-year relationship almost six and then um i caught covid so there's you know it comes in waves this year um I feel a lot stronger for it, despite of the fact that I got assaulted in June at my job and I've been off for a couple of months, you know, going back to work. Um, It's, you know, it's not, I'm not actually overly terrified because I've been working with a psychologist within the last few months um, that's been helping me with my um, work assault. And with that, they've been also preparing me for my seasonal depression because I've, I've let them know that I suffer from it. And we've been working hand in hand. Um, 
you know, I want to just give like a couple of tips of like how I kind of prepare myself because I said I did mention that I prepared myself months in advance. Self care. <laughs> I cannot preach this as as high as the sky is. You do not need to practice self care only when um, life is in the shitter. You should be practicing it even when life is really good. In fact, practice it more when life is good. Celebrate all the good, like the small wins. The smallest win, celebrate it. You know what I mean? If it just means to do one simple self-care act, it can go a long way. So here's just the five tips that I personally use to help me navigate my seasonal depression. And number one is read. Read, read, read. Um, Grab a good book. Grab a good corner, grab a blanket. Um, I personally use a weighted blanket. That helps me like so much because it kind of hugs your body. Um, Light a candle, turn a diffuser, um, you know, just cuddle up with a good book. Now you're probably, for the the ones who are parents, um, I just want to let you know, do this after you put down your kids, okay? Do this after you put down your kids. Do not do this when they're awake. <laughs> you're not going to be able to actually do it. So definitely do this after you put down your kids. Number two, meditate, 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 meditate. Okay. Meditation centers you, grounds you, brings you to a higher power. Um, even if you just do it for five minutes starting, if your schedule is very hectic, you know, do five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. Again, parents do this after you put down your kids. If you're doing it in the morning, do it before you wake up your children. And I know you're probably thinking like, what? But the reason why I'm saying do it when they're not awake is just so that you can fully center yourself. Um, Another one that's huge and like I would say like monumental for me is exercising. Uh, I, I never... I wasn't a huge exerciser, exercise type of person in my 20s. I kind of did on and off. Towards the end of my 20s, um, I got really big into it. Felt really good. Felt really great. Slept a lot more. Slept a lot better. Um, and I find that exercising, it allows, it re- obviously we know, well, if you do know, it releases endorphins that, like good endorphins, happy endorphins that just like increases your mood. So even, I, I know people, you know, you watch those videos and you're like, oh my God, they're so buff. Can I just let you know, and I've said this in episodes before, that's taken them a long time. They've started and stopped as well. Okay. It's just human nature. Life happens. Um, it, there's nothing you could do about it. You know, I created a six month plan for me to uh, exercise. I got assaulted in June and then I got shingles. <laughs> so you mean like, it's, there's nothing you could do about it life happens and so don't be so hard on yourself if you start and stop but always use these tools that I'm giving you to go back um next one is daily affirmation so just start with one affirmation okay you don't need to start with multiples uh if you want to start with multiples that's your choice but I would highly suggest that you just start with one um by speaking into yourself and speaking positivity into yourself you'll find that like it just eventually you start feeling it more right um so here's a few that I personally use and I want to share with you if you want to write them down by all means um align me with what is for me 
So that is align me with what is for me. Another one is I don't, which I think I've said this one before, but I don't chase, I attract. What is for me will simply find me. I don't chase, I attract. What is for me will simply find me. And the final one that I've added, um, it was in my car. I had this on a post-it note and I think someone stole it when they were playing in my car, but hey, I'm glad I helped them out. Um, it's show me how good it can get. Show me how good it can get. I'm gonna tell you a little story about that one. So I actually saw that on a TikTok and this lady was just saying like, oh, this has changed my life. I was like, hmm, okay, let's see, right? <laughs> the amount of things that I've done in between that time of me starting to say this, I am shocked, you know? Like she literally was not kidding with that one. Um, and keep in mind, like I was, at that point I had gotten assaulted. So I was meditating on and off, but I was journaling every day. Um, and that one right there. So I guess I still had a high vibration a bit. That one right there, whew, sent me. Um, the next tip is journaling. Of course, I love journals. I love journaling. I feel journaling is such an underrated tool. I know a lot of people don't like journaling. So what I tell my clients is think about different ways that you can journal, right? Because a lot of the times we think of just sitting here and writing and we get bored and we're like, oh, I don't want to do this. We get frustrated, right? I used to never sit, like to sit there write, and write out my thoughts. It was nothing I liked to do. Uh, but then I found two other ways that I journal sometimes, okay? Especially if I'm on vacation and I want to continue to journal. There's two amazing ways you can use. One of them is audio. Like, we all have smartphones, majority of us. I mean, if you have a flip phone, good for you. But majority of us have smartphones. And you could simply record, voice record. And by doing that, that is a journal. That's a journal entry. Do it. And just, just let it all out. The other option that you have, video. I started doing that um, during COVID a little bit. And I found such a difference in it because I didn't always keep the entry for the video or the, the audio just because of some room on my phone. But <laughs> a lot of the times I found like going back and replaying it, I was like, wow, okay, we've come a long way. Versus me reading it, just visually seeing my body language, visually hearing my voice on the recording. It it made a huge difference. So if you try those two, I've, I've, I've had some clients tell me it's been successful for them. They prefer it than actually keeping a book. And I said, cool, Gucci, do it that way, right? And they found a very successful way of them doing it. But if you're traditional and you like to write stuff down, like myself, Order one of my journals off of livingself.ca. They are great. I got gratitude journals. <laughs> I got a journal that says leave it on the page. Check it out. It's on livingdope.ca. I mean, I had to put a plug. <laughs> Come on now. Anyways, and the absolute last tip that I use all the time. Actually, you know what? There's one more that I want to add in before I add this last one. Um, intentional showers. So there's something I do after every day. I hop into the shower and I almost intentionally think about me washing the day away. So if I've had any negative vibes, I'm like, mm, negative vibes are being washed away. I always do that. And one of the reasons why I do that is because when I change into my comfortable clothing, when I 
you know, uh, how do we say, have a meal, call a friend, whatever. I don't want to have that negative vibe in my pores, in my body, in my mind, in my spirit, in my energy. It is gone. It goes down that sink. It goes in circles down the drain. And I got nothing to worry about it. It's just, it's gone. And I, I do that all the time. Intentional showers are big because I feel as a lot of us will finish our day, we run in the shower quick, have a quick shower and run out. I'm not saying you have to do this every day. I understand if you have children, you know, and let's say you're tag teaming and your partner comes home, you tag team her out or you tag team him out and, you know, you have to have a quick shower. That's fine. But what I'm saying is on, if you even do this once a week, let's say you do it on your Friday, Trust me, it makes a difference. You're washing intentionally the entire week away. And okay, now the absolute last one. This one's a given. This one's easy. During seasonal depression, take it from me. Stay away from the dramas, the dark dramas. So no Law and Order SVU. Well, I mean, you could watch it, but like in moderation, be smart about it. You know, stay away from Criminal Minds. Um, I'm trying to, Dexter, whatever those really like, dark drama shows that don't have a lot of laughter in it refrain from them um just because of the fact that you start embodying it oh case in point uh then (laughs) i was been i've been on a law and order binge like I, i can't help myself i love me some olivia benson shout out to her and i've been on a binge the issue with that is i found myself last night having a dream about a kidnapper and I realized (laughs) that it was basically me sitting there all day while I had shingles and healing from shingles um I've been thinking about this 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 show I self-consciously was getting subconsciously was getting into my brain I was like oh gosh okay we gotta switch it up the next today I was like I gotta switch it up but yeah so watch more comedies okay watch more comedies laugh more because obviously could comedies comedies will produce your laughter more you need to laugh during seasonal depression it's something i've learned and it's something that i know works very 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 well for me so yes aim for the comedy shows please the comedy movies comedy shows the comedy podcasts like mine um uh, even the self-help podcast i listen to them myself you know a lot of the those podcasts helped me a ton during that time. Um, and if I could add anything else after that, is just be kind to yourself during the seasonal depression period because you may feel as if, oh, I'm not doing enough. You don't have a lot of energy, so on and so forth. Be kind to yourself. Understand that you were literally doing the best you can at that moment. Give yourself grace. So those are the tips that I have that work for me during my seasonal depression period um, and help me balance it. Now, am I great all the time? Absolutely no. I'm not going to tell you that doing all these things, you're great all the time. But what helps me is when I feel myself feeling a little bit low, I will pick out one of these things that I've listed, do them. And I kid you not, it helps me get back up. So I hope this helps you. I hope that um, you save this episode for another time that you know, you feel a little bit low. So you can go back and, and use these tips because these tips have helped me so much throughout my seasonal depression periods. And um, each year I kind of keep adding more to it to kind of help me. As you've heard me, I just, I added, oh yes, intentional showers, right? <laughs> so I, I hope that this, this list helps you out. Save it, share it with a friend. 
um, that you know that suffers from seasonal depression, share this episode with a friend that you know this could kind of help you pick them up a bit. And I just, because I really want to give people hope that have seasonal depression, it is it's okay, guys. We are human. Um, even life coaches have it, like myself. And what we do is we just figure out tools that work for us to navigate through it. Um, and if you find yourself um, not sure how to navigate through it, please reach out to a, a therapist um, and discuss this because that's how I was diagnosed and that's how, in a sense, that's how I got better and got, not better, but more, I got the tools, tools to manage it. I, and with also me being a coach, it helped as well. So thank you so much for listening to my first episode of season two. I greatly appreciate all your support and I really, really hope that this helps you out. Um, again, check out my merch store, <laughs> livingdope.ca. You can follow us on at Dope Life Pod on Instagram and also follow me on Dope Life Coach underscore and Dope Life Coach on TikTok. I, again, I truly appreciate your time to listen to this episode. I really hope this episode helped you out. I'm wishing you nothing but peace, joy, and love. Stay dope.